0: We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. It is such a blessing in Christ to be back on the air to speak the living word of God to you. We love you. We send our love to you. We know not you by name personally, but we are speaking to the body of Christ, our sisters and brothers in the Lord that believe as we do that Jesus Christ is the Son of God the Savior of the world, the only one and living and true God, Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords. It's wonderful just to be able to lift his name up and to come into agreement with all those around the world that have met Jesus Christ personally and accepted him into their heart as their Lord and their Savior. I know that every one of you have a story. You have a testimony of how Jesus touched your life and turned it around for good. He is such an awesome God. I give him praise today. So let's just say a quick prayer together before we begin to speak about his word and what he would like to bring to you today to feed you with that heavenly manna. Lord Jesus, I just come to you and give you thanks. For all those that are listening today, whether they believe in you or they don't believe in you, Lord, I pray for them. I pray that by the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, your spirit, Lord Jesus, you will be able to touch the heart of the lost and draw them to the place where they know that they know that they know, Jesus, that you are the savior of the world and i pray for all those of your children that have already accepted you that they would be strengthened by your words today i ask that the power and the anointing of your precious holy spirit would come and rest upon me as we minister what you have put upon our hearts and we give you praise and we give you honor and we give you glory this day jesus for who you are, for all that you've done, and for all that you have promised that you will do until the end of time. We give you thanks, Lord. In Jesus' name, we say amen. Amen. I'll be going into a teaching beginning today on the topic of who God is. So many times people out there around the world ask that question, they ask him if, if who God is. Can you explain Him to me? Does God know me? Does God love me? Can God forgive me? Many are the questions of those that out there around the world that have never accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. I know that before I got saved, I was full of those type of questions. So let's do this teaching not only on this broadcast, but in the next following two or three broadcasts, we're going to be making our effort through the Word of God to explain to you who Jesus is. He is the God of our salvation. He is the Savior of the world. Let's see what the book of Psalms has to say about Him. You know, you can know and understand someone by their name amen so psalms 9 and 10 says this those who know your name will trust in you for you lord have never forsaken those who seek you the proverbs 18 and 10 says this the name of the lord is a strong tower the righteous run to it and are safe who is god some people Say that there are many gods. I say to you, there is only one true and living God. Yes, people have formed many different gods, but they aren't the true and living God. They aren't the savior of the world. They're created out of the mind of a human being. Isaiah 46, 9 and 11 says, I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning. From ancient times what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand. And I will do all that I please. From the east I summon a bird of prey. From a far off land a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said that will I bring about. What I have planned that Will I do for God is a God that cannot lie. And we believe we Christians that the word of God is Jesus himself. He spoke all of the scriptures. The scriptures are inspired of God. Hebrews 4 and 16 says, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Praise God. God is the Most High. He, he identifies himself through the Word of God by many different names. Elohim means God as Creator. In the Word of God, it says that Jesus Christ is the Creator of all things. There are many names for God in the Bible. The Greek and the Hebrew names for God is L-E-L. The word L is found in many words throughout the Old Testament. And it raises God up high as a high and exalted one, reflecting his power. The Hebrew word El emphasizes God's might as well as his power. Not a violent power, but a profound power. El, when combined with other words, further identifies the nature nature of the functions of our God. This is a compound word. El-rohi, for instance, is mentioned in Genesis 16 and 13. It says, you are the God who sees, which means El-rohi. And as... They we're speaking that God sees us at all times. You know, Jesus never sleeps nor slumbers, he sees you all the time. Hagar said this in the verse that I just read to you in Genesis 16 and 13 You are the God who sees me. Amen. Isn't that a comforting thought? God is the God who sees us. Amen. I find comfort in that statement. I find that very comforting to know that my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ, has his eye on me. That he doesn't sleep and he doesn't slumber. Amen. I don't serve a dead God. I serve an alive God. My God is alive. My God is well. My God is all-knowing. He's all-powerful. His name is Jesus. He is also El Shaddai my provider, and the God Almighty. El Shaddai meaning God Almighty. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty, the El Shaddai. And the God Almighty walked before me and be blameless. El Shaddai is one of the great names of, of our God. And I speak to you this day about the power of, the power of God, all power belongs to Him. And I am proud to s- to speak before you the many names in the Word of God of the one true and living God, Jesus Christ. In Genesis 17 and 2, it says, I will confirm my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Oh, we thank the Lord. We praise the Lord for that. He, he, is, he has a covenant with his people. He's a covenant-making God. And he says, I am God Almighty. And the Hebrew name for that, again, I speak to you, is El Shaddai. He's all-sufficient. God isn't dependent on anyone. He is all-sufficient because there is nothing he cannot do. He is the creator of all. Things and all people, all creatures. Jesus Christ, the creator of all things. L-O-M is the name of the creator. Jehovah is another name for my God. You'll find that in Genesis chapter 2. He is Lord, the personal creator. Amen. His name is Jehovah. Oh, he's a mighty God, all sufficient one. All, he's self-existent. He is my great Yahweh. He's self-existent. No one created him. He has always been. That's why John the Revelator in the book of Revelations chapter 1 recognizes him as the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. I speak to you about Jesus, the great and mighty one, the Savior of the world. Genesis 22 and 14 says he's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provider. And in that verse, it says, so Abraham called that place. The Lord will provide. And to this day, it is said on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided for. Jesus will provide for his people. He makes an awesome covenant, a covenant that will never, ever end. Until the end of time when we're with Christ in eternity. We will understand all things then. Another name for my God is Jehovah Rapha. The Lord who heals in Exodus 15 and 26. This describes our God. And remember on this program we're answering your question out there about who is God. And I'm speaking to you about the one and only true God. He is the Lord who heals. Jesus Christ took stripes upon his back that his people who make a covenant with him and accept him as their personal savior will know him as the healer. Exodus 15, 26 says this. He said, if you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep All of his decrees. I will not bring on you any of these diseases I brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. Praise the name of the Lord. What an awesome God he is. Another name for Christ is Jehovah Nisa. The Lord my banner. Moses built an altar and called it the Lord is my banner. In Exodus 17 and 15. We just give you praise today, Lord Jesus. Another name for our God is Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. Judges six twenty-three and 24 proclaims him as such. The Lord said to him, Peace, do not be afraid. You are not going to die. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day it stands there. Oh, and we give God praise because Jesus mentioned our legacy in the New Testament. He said, this peace I give you that the world does not have. And we thank the Lord that he is our peace, he is our refuge. Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts. First Samuel 1.3 says, year after year this man went up from this ta- his town to worship and to sacrifice to the Lord Almighty at Shalom, where the others were, his two sons of Eli. They were priests there unto the Lord. He is the Lord of hosts. He is the one that we worship. He is the Lord Almighty. He is the King of peace. Amen. He is the Lord. He is my shepherd. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. It calls Him by name here in Psalms 23 and 1. He is the shepherd of our soul. He is the shepherd of the flock. He is the Lord of righteousness. You will find that in Jeremiah 23 and 6. Know Him by His names. Know His personality. Know His character by these names. He is the Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there. The distance all around. Amen. He is everywhere. He is omnipresent. You don't have to wonder where God is. He is all around. He is wonderful. He is an awesome God. Amen? Many people out there in the world that haven't accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, may be listening to this broadcast today. And we can know and understand who He is by the different meanings of His name. You may ask Him, where did God come from? As I said earlier, God has already been, and that and always has been. And that is very difficult, almost impossible for the human mind to be able to comprehend. Comprehend. you may say how many true gods are they i would answer that question as i have already spoken it earlier there is only one true god yet people human beings have conjured up millions and millions of gods but they are not the real one none of their gods died for them None of their gods went to the cross, gave their life. Some gods that people make up are statues made out of metal or wood or natural substance, and they bow before these gods. And they are not the real God. Jesus Christ is the only one. He loved you enough to die for you. Again, you may ask that question, how can God have always existed? Well, if you believe and will read the Word of God, it describes this and helps to answer your question. In Psalms 90 and 2, it says, Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you were God. Does the Bible say there are three gods? No. The Bible clearly teaches that there is one God in three persons. And I have enough time to begin to on the radio broadcast today to begin to get into the truth about the one God, my Lord and Savior, as three persons. It is taught in the written word as such. Many out there may be listening that believe there are, is no such thing as the Trinity and that the Bible does not teach it. But I want to bring to you the truth. About what the word of God says. And I believe that many are listening to this broadcast. That have confusion and don't understand. And I pray that you will stay tuned. And you will listen with a heart that is open. To hear what the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ says is in the written word. Let me show you verse by verse. How the Bible confirms that there are not three different gods that Christians worship but one God in three persons. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. It says in Deuteronomy 6 and 4. However, this word one in the Hebrew means united one. For example, if you're in the grocery store, you might be passing by the fruit and the vegetables, and you might look upon a banana. A banana never lays there by itself, but it comes in a cluster. A stock of salary is not found in just one, nor a cluster of grapes. Echad is the Hebrew word for united one. And that's what it means in Deuteronomy 6 and 4. When it says, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you have to understand the Hebrew meaning there. Or you can begin to be confused by the truth of the Trinity. So I speak to you today. Listen, in Genesis 2 and 24, it says a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. One, meaning the same word, echad, a cluster of grapes, a cluster of bananas. They're all the same. It's all bananas, but they're bound together. Amen. You have to literally pull them apart amen, because they grow together. Numbers 13 and 23 says this, when they reached the valley of Eshcol, they cut off a branch bearing a single cluster of grapes. Two of them carried it on a pole between them, along with some pomegranates and figs. A different word in the Hebrew, yakhead, is used for single oneness. Abraham took his only yakhead, son, only one son, amen, to offer as a sacrifice in Genesis 22 and 2. From the beginning of the Bible, God is presented as a compound unity. You will see this pronoun used in Genesis 1:26 to confirm that truth. Then God said, let us, meaning plural, us, a plural pronoun, not I, but us make man in our image, in our likeness. Those in the Christian faith are not promoting polytheism or other religions that would accuse that there is more than one God. There is one God in three persons. I serve and worship Jesus Christ, yet I recognize God the Father, and I recognize the Holy Spirit. The word Trinity refers to the state of being, a threefold being. It is a term applied to the unity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as three distinct persons in one God, all attempts by the human mind to describe the concept of the Trinity. Amen? Jesus spoke about the Trinity, and I'm going to show you what he said in the Word of God when he taught about it. Imagine a triangle, for an instance, when you think of the Trinity, think of a triangle in your mind. Amen. That's the concept of the Trinity. Well, you don't say there are three triangles, although there are three points that have to connect in order to make the triangle perfect and complete and call it what it is. Jesus said this, therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is a command where Jesus called us to the Great Commission. And right there, he taught the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the perfect triangle, not three gods, but one God, all in a compound unity. Amen. And Jesus wants you not to be confused. He wants you to have clarity. We bow and worship Jesus Christ for the Father said that there would be no name greater than the name of his Son, Jesus Christ. We don't stop recognizing the Father God. We don't stop recognizing the Holy Spirit. For this is a compound God, three in one, Jesus claim to be God. Yes, absolutely. The words I am in John 8 58 imply that Jesus is claiming the name of the, of God. Amen. Because he was God made into flesh as he walked here on the earth, never stopped being God in John 8 54 and 59. He said these words, Jesus replied, if I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My Father, whom you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me. Again, it shows that complete compound unity between the Father and the Son. But the Son always lifted up the Father. The Holy Spirit lifts up the Son and the Father. Never bring recognition on Himself above them. And the Father said that His Son would have a name above His. So it is equally uh, evident that they recognize one another jesus had the right to call himself god though you do not know him he said to the pharisees i know him if i had said i did not it would be a liar like you but i do know him and keep his word your father abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day he saw it and was glad You are not yet 50 years old, the Jews said to him. And you have seen Abraham? I tell you the truth, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. At this, they picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. You see, they did not understand The Trinity, they did not understand why Jesus Christ had the very right given to him by the Father to call himself God. Three in one, not three separate gods. Don't be confused about this. Know and understand who Jesus is and that the Trinity is truth. Is one person of the Trinity more important, you might ask, than the other? There is no differentiation in the importance but their roles are different jesus gave them this answer when they asked this question i tell you the truth the son can do nothing by himself he can do only what he sees his father doing because whatever the father does the son also does here we see that the son submits to the father himself personally each person performs a role different from the other Amen. So you have to keep that in mind, or you will begin to think that God Himself, Jesus, thinks that one is more important than another. The Father submits to christ when he says there's no greater one than my son and the son submits to the father when he says the son can do nothing by himself and the holy spirit has many state made many statements in the word of god that he is in submission to both of them it is a beautiful thing to understand amen why should i try you may say to even know this god because through jesus christ You must enter the kingdom that's the only hope of believing in the son of god that he has the authority to forgive you of your sins and no one else does that authority was given to him by the father god amen and if you don't accept jesus christ as your personal savior you cannot enter into the kingdom of god you will find that statement spoken of truth in mark 2 10 that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive you of your sins you must accept jesus christ as your personal savior jesus replied in john 14 23 if anyone loves me he will obey my teachings my father will love him then and we will come to him and make our home with him praise the name of the lord he is your hope of salvation Only through faith in Jesus Christ, him giving his life on Calvary, shedding his blood for you, offering himself a sacrifice for all of your sins. Do you or any other human being have the opportunity to enter into an eternity, a place called heaven with Christ where there is no more pain, no more suffering, no more temptation, no more sorrow, no more grief. Why would anyone not want to go there? There's only one way in. Jesus said, I am the way, and there is no other way. So, to receive eternal life, it is spoken in John 17 3. Now, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Now, after Jesus died, rose from the dead, walked on the earth 40 days after his death and resurrection. He then said, I will send you a comforter. And he said, this will be the Holy Spirit. So the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all work together because they are a complete, perfect unity, all having different roles in our lives. And it is fantastic opportunity that you have today to hear the truth about Jesus Christ. Next week, I want to go over the characteristics in more detail of each member of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So if you are interested in learning more, I would encourage you to tune back in next Sunday when we air on the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. I'll, I I close this program with this scripture. Listen closely because it's beautiful. You may ask, Does God really care about me? Does He even see me? Does He even know what I'm going through? Listen closely. Jesus sees. Jesus knows. And beyond that, He cared enough to die for you, that you might have the opportunity to become his child psalms 139 answers this question verses one through six i love these scriptures let it minister and comfort your hearts O lord you have searched me and you know me you know when i sit and you know when i rise you perceive my thoughts from far off You discern my going out, my lying down, and you are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely. Oh, Lord, you hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Isn't that awesome? Jesus is saying, that he, he knows you, he knows when you sit down, he knows when you rise up. Just think about how detailed he is in paying attention to every person on the face of the earth. I, my mind in the natural, I cannot comprehend how he has his eye on every human being that he has ever created around the world. It is awesome, but he is a God that cannot lie. is a God that does not change. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he loves you. He knows your thoughts before they're even formed. He discerns you're going out, you're lying down, you're coming in. He's familiar with all of your ways. That means he knows your weaknesses. He knows your strength. I'm here to tell you today why would he is a wonderful God. He is who he says he is. And I ask you this question. Why would you not want to serve him? There is no other God in existence that has ever died for his people Or rose from the dead. He didn't just die. He rose from the dead. He took power and he took authority over all darkness. That when you accept him. Then he will make a covenant with you. And he promises Over 4,700 promises in the word of God. And in those promises, he promises to provide for you. He promises to protect you. He promises to heal you when the enemy attacks you. He promises that he will sustain you. He will watch over you. He will minister to you when you're weak. He will give you strength. He is such an awesome God. Why would you not want to accept him today as your personal Savior? I believe that someone out there was confused about the Trinity. I believe that someone out there is confused about who God really is and who is the true and living God. And I believe that some even, I'm sorry to say, have rejected the Word of God today. But there are some, and I will continue to pray for those that have. But I'm interested right now in closing the broadcast with a call for, all of you that have been pricked in your heart. Your conscience has spoken to you. You're paying attention to what the truth is, and you're no longer confused, and you're hungry, and you've been searching, and you want to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. I bow my head right now, and I pray with all my Christian brothers and sisters that are listening. You pray with me for those that are repenting of their sins and are going to accept Christ as their Savior right now. For it's the simplest yet greatest thing and greatest miracle a human being can ever experience. Jesus Christ will be faithful to forgive you, not of one sin, but as you confess and ask Him to forgive you of all of your sins, He will be faithful to forgive you. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now, I ask you to repent, just forgive God as these people are repenting out there and asking you to forgive them of all their sins. Right now, as they say, Jesus, I didn't even believe you were the one and true and living God, but now I do. I dare to believe that you are who the word of God says you are that you are the Savior of the world, that you died on Calvary for me, and that as I ask you to forgive me, Lord Jesus, and I believe on you as the only begotten Son of the Father, that you will forgive me. Oh, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, right now. Repeat that with me, and Jesus will be faithful. And just to forgive you as you sincerely ask him to bring you out of darkness. And to make, him your, to make you his child. The Holy Spirit then will then come in and dwell in your heart as well as the Lord Jesus himself. They will dwell in you. And one day when you leave this earth you will meet the Father God in heaven. As well as Jesus and the Holy Spirit. For they are one. And, Lord, we thank you that many right now that didn't believe in you, Jesus, are weary, God, and they're lonely, Lord, and they're heavily burdened, Lord. And they just can't walk without you anymore. And, Lord, they will have the strength by your grace to lay down all those false gods that they may have previously worshipped. And they will know right now by your presence, filling their lives that you have heard their cry their desperate cry many are sick that are listening lord jesus as they put their faith in you lord i'm praying and believing that sickness and disease will depart their body Then if they're physically blind and physically deaf, that you will sovereignly do the miracle. No, God, not only of salvation, but you will open blinded eyes, open deaf ears, give the ability to speak to those that cannot, that you will heal the lame, Lord just by the spoken word. I don't have to believe or be there. God, all I have to do is believe just like the centurion soldier. He said, Lord, you are a man of authority. You don't need to go there and lay hands, just speak the word and it will be done. I believe like that. Jesus, we have spoken your word that if we will believe it will take place. And Jesus, we ask it done in your holy, beloved name. For your name is above all names. And we give you praise and we give you honor for the miracle of salvation today. For the miracle of healing sickness and disease on on bodies that have been smitten by these evil works. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you for who you are. And we ask you, Lord, to strengthen the believers that have listened today. Go spread this good news. Go spread the good news, saints. I have given you a lot of scriptures to prove that the Trinity is real and it is truth. So go tell those that are confused. Go tell those that don't understand. Oh, Jesus loves them. And we love you. And we'll be back next week, Lord willing, on the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. God bless you. Amen and amen.